Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. Sharina with you. And today I am joined by Samantha Spidell, who is the Florida Director of Recovery Services at Aware Recovery Center. Good morning, Samantha. Good morning. So the name Aware Recovery is kind of new to me. Can you tell us uh, what you do, what kind of services you provide, and who you help? Sure. So we are an in-home addiction treatment facility. Um, We are in the state of Florida. Um, We will come into your home. And essentially, we are a unique program. Um, We're treating the individual, not the substance. So we're really looking at it from a bigger lens. Um, And what made you want to get into this? So my background is um, I'm an LMHC, which is a licensed mental health counselor. Um, And a lot of the people that work at AWARE are either in this field because they have their own struggles with substances or maybe a family member or a loved one had um, struggles with substances. And and that's a majority of of our staff here. Oh, so they definitely understand what a patient would be going through. Yeah, absolutely. And we're really looking at it from a holistic view. So even if you have um, a peer support specialist that maybe isn't in recovery. Most of them, most of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, they've experienced it through their own family or something like that. So they have a really good understanding of what the person's experiencing and, and how they can help. Okay. And there are so many reasons and things that may prevent someone from seeking help for addiction from like denial, withdrawal, or change in their routine, uh, leaving their families, embarrassment. Can you speak to the challenges someone may face and uh, how you help overcome those challenges? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of people that, and again, our, our program is really unique because it's in the home, right? So mm-hmm. we, we see a lot of people that have a fear of leaving home. They don't want to leave their family. We've had a lot of people who they don't want to leave their animals behind or they don't have childcare. They don't have care for their animals. You know, there's also fear. We work with people that have been to treatment many times. We work with people who've never been. Sometimes people that have never been before, they really fear the unknown, just like anybody else, right? And the only thing that people can imagine is like, it feels maybe it's going to look like a psych ward or what I've seen in a movie. So it can be really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, and people also don't know what it's going to feel like, right? They've, they've been using substances for such a long time. Like, does it hurt? What's going to happen? What is my body going to do? What is my brain going to do, you know? And, and then there's the aspect of, like, I'm going to this strange place uh, with a lot of new people and I'm by myself. Yeah. And, and that's obviously really scary, too. So um, another piece here is is people might not want to go into facilities that they feel like they might know somebody at, right? So Mm -hmm. there could be a fear of running into somebody. There's a lot of shame and embarrassment and guilt associated with this. Um, And and that's why really AWARE is so cool and unique and, and we're coming in there. So all of that is kind of addressed. Yeah, you definitely brought up a lot of points that people normally don't think about when someone has to go into rehab, like taking care of their responsibilities, like animals and children and 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 missing work. Can you kind of walk us through like what a patient may experience once they start to receive care from you? Yeah, so we have a first home visit. Um, and at that first home visit, we have a care coordinator, which is a social worker or a nurse, depending on you know, what the client is seeking, right? So maybe if they're having some medical issues associated with their substance use, we may have a nurse on. If they're having more maybe mental health associated, we might put a therapist or social worker on there. Um, So that care coordinator is at the first home visit, and then you'll have two certified recovery advisors on your team. These are your peer support specialists. So these are people who likely have experienced this similar thing or have a family member, but these are experienced people who've worked in treatment before, Um, you know, in in different settings, and they'll come into your home. Um, Also on the team, you will get a therapist. 
So once we kind of assess and do the initial get to know you a little bit better, you will have a, an IPT is what we call it, uh, internal psychotherapist assigned to your team. There's also an FEF on the team. So this is a family educator. So this person uniquely works with an ally that you choose mm-hmm. um, that helps explain what you're going through. And, and they don't they don't really aren't as involved with the client, but they're really involved with the ally. So the ally can better support the person, you know, getting help for the substance use. What would you say to the naysayers that think it's not a great idea for someone who is seeking treatment to continue to live in that same environment? Sure. So a lot of times people will go into a 30-day facility, let's say they'll go into detox and then a residential, um, and they're kind of locked away, right? They're, they're not working. They're not talking mm-hmm. to their family that much. They're not in that relationship that might be toxic. And it's really when we see relapses after that 30-day period, right, after they come home. So Steve Randazzo, actually, who founded AWARE, was using this model to kind of combat that, right? He said, how do we help people get sober in the environment that they're going to try to stay sober in, right? And that's really where AWARE was born. Like, how can we help somebody stay sober when they're going to work, when they have family stress, when they're coming home and their house is super cluttered, when all of this stuff is going on? Because... We see people can remain successful in treatment, right? But it's really when they get out, when that life hits them, that things get really tough. So AWARE is really utilized to work with people who are dealing with real-life problems and how to stay sober during that time. Right. Oh, I love this concept. Let's say a person's home environment is kind of like the cause for concern or maybe a contributing factor to, you know, the state that they're in. Um, Are there other safe places that a patient can meet you? Yeah, absolutely. So there, there's two different things that can happen here. If the environment is completely unsafe for the person, regardless of the team, we might, upon admission, suggest um, a sober living or something like that. Um, let's say the person does want to continue to live at their home, um, but, you know, it, it's not, they don't want to do the visits at their home, right? Mm-hmm. We can meet you at the park. We can meet you at the beach. We can go to the gym with you. We're not restricted to just being in your home, right? We yeah. go in there to, you know, help better understand your situation, learn your environment, get rid of any triggers maybe that are in your environment too, which a lot of people want us to do. Um, but, yeah, if you want to go to the beach, uh, gym, uh, we've had people do yoga classes, water aerobics, whatever your visit is designed to look like for you is what we're going to do. Yeah, so it's like non-restrictive. Absolutely. So, um, you know, the initial visit, we try to get in in the home. Um, But like, you know, sometimes people might live with their parents or they Mm -hmm. might live with a partner that they're having issues with. So we are certainly flexible that we can say, hey, let's let's take a walk. Um, We've had we've been at clubhouses in neighborhoods. So it really just depends. It's really client focused and client centered. So whatever is going to work best for them is really how we're going to structure the program. Absolutely right. And overcoming addiction is not a one and done process, obviously. It takes time and commitment. There are going to be successes and failures. Can you tell us about your no judgment policies and how your staff helps to guide the person through the recovery process? Absolutely. I think this is one of my favorite things about AWARE. Um, You'll see a lot of different facilities. If you have a relapse with substances, something that we call a recurrent, you're kicked out of the program. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's kind of a shame based thing. Right. You're kicked out. You yeah. must go to detox. You must do this instead of like, hey, you had a you made a mistake or you had an issue. You like, you know, this happens so common. So exactly. There's a, yeah. I mean, there's a really important 
um, policy that we have here that we're not going to kick people out for using substances. You know, there's, of course, a time where we have medical doctors on staff, right, if it got to somewhere dangerous or somebody was seeking detox or something like that. But if somebody hasn't had a drink for 30 days, let's say, and they have a slip up and they say they call their team and they say, hey, I was at this barbecue, I had a couple beers, that person really doesn't require detox, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, how can we help you not do that again and, and meet your personal goal instead of, all right, you're out of the program, you know, good luck. We, we really work with people. Um, and it's really not shame-based, too. And, and people sometimes will ask me, like, well, in other facilities, we have all these issues with, with our clients and they're not being truthful, mm-hmm. but we really don't have that issue at AWARE. And I think it's because of this, this removal of shame-based approaches yeah. that really our clients do come to us and say, hey, you know, I'm, I messed up, man. Can I get some help here or whatever that looks like, which doesn't look like that in other facilities because of that reason. Yeah, that's super important because I feel like that's when people need the help the most and you not giving up on them could be the turning point in their journey to sobriety. Um, once a person does complete your program, uh, do you have any follow-up visits with them or can they reach out? Yeah, absolutely. We actually have a whole alumni program. So our program can last up to 52 weeks. So what happens is around the last month of program, um, your care coordinator will, will, and you guys will meet as a team, they'll get in touch with the alumni coordinator. We also have events. Like, so here in Florida, um, we recently had like a sound bowl hearing event that was specifically for alumni and staff. So mm-hmm. there's not only alumni community, like there's, you know, Facebook and things like that for them, but there's also live events that happen and that we put on for our alumni. Do you find that that helps them like, you know, form uh, better relationships with people going through the same things that they um, have gone through and, you know, keep them on track? Yeah. So because AWARE is unique and, and different than other treatment centers, we, you're not meeting the other clients at AWARE, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of funky. That's really different than anything else. So it's it's our way of, of assisting with somebody building a community. We also do that actively while they're in our care. Mm-hmm. The whole goal is that you can live at home and and learn how to get sober at home and, and, you know, get reintegrated into the community. So whether that looks like pottery or going to the gym and, and taking yoga classes, something like that, or could be AANA, a different kind of celebrate recovery, smart. There's a whole kinds of avenues for this. So really our goal is to get you connected to the community while you're in our care because we don't have that aspect of group facilitation and, and group therapy and things like that. Right, right. What about programs for family members? Obviously, they're on this journey with the person that is seeking help. And sometimes it gets exhausting. Sometimes they need to speak to someone as well. Do you have programs for them? Yeah. So every single client that comes in gets assigned that family educator, that that FE. um, And that person works with the client's allies. So whoever that chosen person is, it can be a friend, it could be a family member. They have a specific program mm-hmm. um, that they go through with the family educator. So they can get not only education, but also support. Um, just like some of our clients would go to AA, mm-hmm. um, some of the allies are referred to Al-Anon. That's, what, that's kind of the uh, ally version of AA. So oh, okay. some of them are referred to different support groups that they can go to, whether it's codependent, anonymous, CODA. Um, or Al-Anon, something like that. So not only do they get somebody on their team, 
um, that is assigned to the case, but they also will be given resources in the community. Yeah, because it's even though it's very hard on the person who's going through the addiction, their family has to watch them suffer and it, and it, it takes a toll on them as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like our goal is to give that person support so that they can give the client support. Um, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, which mm-hmm. a lot of these family members haven't been, right, their, their main focus has been helping the person with the substance use problem for however many months, sometimes years. So at the end of it, they're kind of burnt out, right? Yeah. So we're, we're able to offer them support so that they can be of support to the person getting help. And how are your services funded? So we, we work with insurance. Um, depending on the state, it, it looks a little bit different um, because we, we're in many states, so we take different insurances based on the state that we're in. Um, we also do take private pay clients as well. Um, and there will be times, let's say it's an insurance term um, or th- there could be a different things, but sometimes there are scholarships. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, if someone doesn't have the ability to pay um, or, like, insurance doesn't cover it, how do you help those people? Yeah, so it's really important to us, you know, let's say somebody calls us and and they have an insurance different than the one that we take. We're going to refer them to somewhere that takes the insurance. Um, You know, so you're never going to call aware having a problem and we're going to say, oh, sorry, we can't help you. If we can't help you, if we're unable to, we can refer to you to somewhere that is going to help you. Okay. And then how do they uh, qualify for the scholarship? Is it just need-based? or Sometimes it's need-based. Let's, let, let's say we're working with a client for a while and their insurance terms. We also, unlike traditional treatment centers, don't discharge somebody right away. Okay. We always ensure that we're giving them time in our program. Usually it's about 30 days, even after the insurance terms, that we're working with them on a scholarship basis so that we can make sure that they're given the correct providers in the community. Wow, this was really informative. And I, I love all the aspects of your program from like, you know, meeting them at home to like helping out the families and to like just really focusing on the client themselves. Thank you so much for your time today, Samantha. Where can people find more information? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, there, We do have a website. So it's just www.awarerecoverycare.com. On there, you'll find what states we're in. Um, And then we have an Instagram. It's at Aware Recovery Care. And we actually have a YouTube channel, which is pretty cool. And that's also Aware Recovery Care. Oh, that is cool. Well, thank you again for joining me today, Samantha. Thanks for having me.